What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey lovers, welcome to the Bustle Huddle. I'm Caitlin Aber, your host and senior features editor here at Bustle. Happy Valentine's Day! Today we're going to be talking about some of my favorite things. Love, romance, marriage, sex, dating. Oh, hey, Laurel and MJ. Hey. What are you guys doing here? I think we're going to take over. I think we got it. I yeah, think we, got we it from don't want to hear about love, marriage, and... I mean, having... we like self-love. Okay, yeah, Self but romance. not... And marriage. Yeah. No, no. No, no, not today. You know what? I need a break, too. So I'm going to give you guys the mic. What do you want to talk about today? I think we should talk about how good it is to be single, getting over a breakup, sex having toys. some good sex toys, having a good life on your own, what Appreciating we Appreciating being single. You know what? That sounds yeah. awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, yes. a little self-love. All right. You know, and they also say, they, they say that like according to Pew Research Center, 42% of adults live without a partner. So, I mean, we're taking over. Oh, that's a lot. That's a high number there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's almost half. But wait, but who are you? They don't know who you are. Oh, uh, say guys. Hi, I'm Laurel Hammonds, and I'm the office coordinator here at BDG Media. I'm MJ. I'm on the sales marketing team here at Bustle. All right, so on today's show, we have three guests. MJ, are you excited? Yes. The best thing about it is that this is the most guests that Bustle Huddle, Boosley Hootley, has had in 30 minutes. <laughs> We're like speed dating these guys. Ooh, run through them. <laughs> right, I'm ready, I'm ready. Who's All right, so we've got Mamrie Hart, who just released her new book, I've Got This Round. Uh, we have Nicole Byer of Facebook. Oh, she's on Girl Code. I love her. Oh, you tell you that? Yeah, she's okay. great. No, yes. she's great. And then we have Scott Rogowski. He's the host of HQ Trivia. Have you played? I have had friends that play, and they've told me about it. Yeah. I play, but I literally can't get past like the third question, so it drives me insane. Like I, I quit. I'm Free like, money, oh. though, so I'm into that. Uh, and Wait, then, but we have another one. We have another one. Oh, do we? Oh, we do. We do. We have Bustle's own sex and relationships editor. Michelle Taglia? Yes, 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 yes. Oh. She's coming and she's going to educate us on the latest vibrators. Ooh. How do I get that job? More importantly, how do I get to test them? <laughs> <laughs> she's going to bring samples though, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part about being single? I don't know. Do you have one? I think my favorite part about being single is just dating. Like, it's the fact that you can date without, like having to worry about pleasing someone else or being disrespectful or, you know, just the dating part is fine. Totally. That, I like that part of being. You know, you know what? Actually, to bounce off of that, I really like that you can really just be yourself. Like, mm -hmm. you never, ever... I mean, let's admit it. Sometimes we get a little, like... We kind of want to protect our, our our perception from our yeah. partner, so we kind of might tone down certain things. I like that when you're single, you don't have to do that. I also, actually, I don't know if this is TMI, but... Um, I'm like really gassy. That is definitely TMI. Yeah. Just stop now. I'm really no, gassy, and and I love being single because I I can flatulate. I I, I can fart anywhere. You know, when I have guys over, you know, right. it's like I have to go to a separate room. So. Guys, you, if you saw me right now, my hand <laughs> is on my head, and I'm looking down. There's definitely someone that's gonna listen to this and be nodding their head in extreme I'm agreement. So I'm so embarrassed for that. Her. To be able to freely fart is definitely a nice part of uh, being single because <laughs> you because you got to date for a while to do that. You got to date for a long time. Some people do that, don't do that till they're married. Some people get married and still don't do it. Exactly. I mean, I definitely think that people 
would agree with the farting thing. I mean, there's definitely people that are going to agree. I mean, I'd love to hear. We, we've got our editors. You want to hear what they have to say? We actually talked to some of them. I definitely need to hear what they have heard to say. About I, their I hope parts they have more single. to say than about <laughs> than your farting. My favorite thing about being single is knowing where all the hair in my apartment comes from. I like being able to be selfish. I don't want to think about someone else all the time. And not being expected to text back in a timely manner. I don't need no needy significant other trying to get all pressed. I can watch all the trash reality TV that I want. Never having to compromise my time. Never have to pick up anyone's socks. I like having the bed to myself and I like spreading out. Our first guest is YouTube comedian, author, Mamrie Hart, and she's joined by our producer, Anna Parsons. Did you know that they're actually from the same hometown? No. Yeah. Why do you you know that? Actually, Anna interviewed interviewed her a couple years ago, and they mentioned it, and it was actually kind of funny because Mamrie gave her some relationship advice that would have saved her some trouble, but she didn't listen. Shaking my head. Yeah, I know, I know. Hi, Mamrie. It's so good to have you back. So people may know you from your YouTube channel, that you started, gosh, back in 2011. Or maybe they read your first book, You Deserve a Drink. And now you're coming out with your second book. I've got this round, congrats. I'm so excited, thanks for having me back. Absolutely, I had to have you back. So, brief history of Bustle Podcast. We had Mamrie on in September of 2016. And at the time, you weren't too keen on actually talking about your own love life. Right. So I come in and I go, just FYI, we're talking about yours and I'll give you advice or my opinion, but we won't touch on mine at all. And advice and opinions is exactly what I wanted. So let's listen to a little clip oh, of that Oh, snap. Interview. Okay. I'd love to. If you're hanging out with some dude that you're going to like dry heave during sex with at a bar and you're just going through the motions and you're not you're not noticing this dude who's three feet away that you would actually be interested in. Because if you got some like yes and barnacle on you all the time, <laughs> like they're not gonna come up and talk to you. Yes, and- yes and barnacle? Oh my God. So for listeners who don't know, yes and is a term from improv. Barnacle, however, is just what you think it well, is. Well, because they'll just hang on to you. And it just describes like every guy that I've dated here in New York. Oh man. Awful. Awful. I'm sorry. No, it's really bad. I did not listen to your memory, and so I ended up dating that Yes Am Barticle for a year and a half. Wow. Whole year Wait, and a half. Wait, and here we are. Here we are again, full circle. We broke up. Honestly, I found your book very helpful. Really? I, yes, I did. That, is, that means a lot. It's, it's true, though. I was like, whenever I got the description for this book, I was like, this is perfect for the time of life that I'm in right now, which if you want to give a little summary for the audience. Yeah, so basically this book, I decided I was going to go find adventures, seek them out, and basically have my like Shonda Rhimes year of yes. However, once I planned out some fun things I was going to do, personally, I was ending a 10-year relationship. So as I was writing the book, I never expected to talk about it because I hadn't talked about my personal life up until then. When I was writing it, I was like, I have to talk about this because these trips and this year are really affected by my emotional state. You know, I'm bawling my eyes out on a couple of these trips or I asked for a six-month book extension because I just couldn't wrap my brain around it and then because I was distracted by being single you know and wanting to meet people so the breakup really kind of like doesn't start the book but kind of like sets the tone of this element of self-discovery and a new chapter in my life as a whole that I wasn't ever expecting to dive into. So let's go back to the bucket list and saying yes to things. Was Mm -hmm. this something that you had decided to do for the book itself or post breakup? Or did the breakup just amplify it? Honestly, it was 
such a kismet to converging because I had like in the book me going to like Europe like three times in two months. Those were all planned. And then it just so happened that when I went through this breakup, I was like, I want to be unreachable for a while. And luckily, I, you know, I had the opportunity to do it for this book. I know that isn't like uh, a cure-all because people have jobs and, and they can't peace out. But really just putting yourself in new scenarios where memories aren't attached. When I was going to Europe and, and to new places, uh, there was nothing that was reminding me of my ex because I'd never been there before. I was trying new restaurants because I wasn't going there and thinking about what we used to get. You know what I mean? So I really feel like while it takes you out of your comfort zone, you are learning more things you like because you're inherently trying different things. Was writing this book emotional for you? Because I was imagining like how I would be feeling. Writing this book was very emotional for me. And like I said before, it actually, I did take an extension. I wanted this book to be out earlier and really I just had to talk to my editor and go if I write this book right now the place where I'm coming from Mm -hmm. is too raw and I want to be able to be reflective about it Mm -hmm. especially something that was like such a labor of love and such a big deal to me Mm -hmm. that I got to write it I didn't want it to come from a place of just I wanted to give an honest recount of it but a recount of it with a little distance between me and the emotions Mm -hmm. it actually is very surreal because when I go back and I go, wow, all of this happened in the last, like in a year and a half time. And it's cool though. It feels like almost, it feels like a coming of age story. It just so happens that it's in my early 30s. Like after the relationship, do you feel like you kind of leveled up and became a better version of yourself? Not that I haven't always been really self-aware of who I am and uh, you know, very comfortable with myself, but I think you just learn new things when you're on your own, you know, and you realize uh, maybe how much you did lean on another person, even though you thought you were completely independent, and then what the what actual independence looked like. But even little things, I talk about like, oh, what is my aesthetic without having someone in mind of whether they'd like it or not? Like purely what is how I would decorate a blank room without going, but don't go too girly, don't go too, you know, because you're you're trying to cater a little bit to someone else. It's not that I knew myself better, but I sharpened the image. I know that you now have a boyfriend, correct? I do. You do. Did you enjoy that break between your last relationship and then you? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know how to act. It felt so different because I hadn't been single since college and a lot of things progressed and changed. I figured once I got out of a relationship that I would like go hog wild. That's what I used to do. You know, or just because it was just like I hadn't been on a first date or had a first kiss in a decade that I was like, you know, you meet people over time where you're like, cute, cute, you clock it, you clock it. And then I was like, oh no, this is terrifying. So no, I didn't. I didn't want to go on. I don't think I went on a date for like six months or something. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to go on a date for, for a while. I'm like you. I've made a lot of tr- like travel plans. So yes. I'm going to Oregon. I wanted to talk about like making a bucket list when you're single. Okay. Like what are some words of advice for people who are recently single and need to start saying yes a little bit more often? Well, one of the themes of the book I'd say is how important your girlfriends are. And so I think the only reason why you can get back to a point of feeling normal again is when you're not focused on dating at all. So, you know, me and my girlfriends, we called each other the pussy posse. And we just focused on work and, like, 
improving ourselves and each other. So I don't know if you have a specific checklist or bucket list, but I think it's like, you know, turn inwards a little bit. Don't look at the distractions. Too many people, like the saying that it's just like, well, you know, to get over a guy, you better get back on, or to get out from, to get over a guy, you get out under a guy. I think that's bullshit. Like, I think that is total misdirection and unhealthy and like, it's fine if you need a distraction, but I in no way think that makes you get over someone. I think that's time. That's like in like introspection. That's really just it's it's not going to be wiped away by someone else. Do you still believe in the vision boards? I've never made a vision board okay. like straight up cut and Elmer's glued it. I haven't either. I have not at all. I, I was I bought the materials, but I haven't like brought myself to actually cut anything. I have lots of friends yet. who have them and love them. I'm a big list maker. Where do they keep them though? Do you hide it? I don't know. You can't. That's you have, but that's the point is you have to see it. But let's say you go into your friend's living room and their vision boards on the wall. Judge or not judge? I say put a it above judge. your bed like a teen heartthrob poster. Do you have any other words of advice for me that I can listen back to in a year and a half and oh say my- I wish that I did this? Well, I just feel like you should be very self-aware that in a year and a half you're going to listen to this and be like, oh, what a different place I was in. Yeah. And oh, how much happier I am. And you're opening yourself up to different people and whatnot. So my advice would be just to be self-aware and hover out of your body a little bit to know that this is very fleeting and just a small moment of time. So don't get too wallowed in it. All right, ladies. So make sure you're not like Anna. Make sure you take Mary's advice this time around because I think it might save you guys some trouble. But let's be honest. I mean, we would really be giving an injustice if we pretended that that being single is awesome all the time. I mean, like I said earlier, I literally sat in the fetal position listening to Burn on repeat. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, but I'm, you know, what? I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I think I think it's okay to be like I'm really lonely. You know, and, like and, and I, I want don't, a relationship. Yeah. So we also ask our editors what they hate about being single. Sometimes it's just lonely. You know, like sometimes you're like, oh man, like. I really wish I could cuddle someone right now. When you have a lot of friends that are not single. When I'm the third wheel. When you get invited to a wedding, as I have three this summer, and I obviously don't get a plus one. The way to meet people is primarily online, and I hate online dating. I'm getting ghosted right now, so like that sucks. <laughs> My family asking like when I'm gonna meet someone. That's like one of the worst parts. Yeah, so I love being single, you love being single. Um, we're all about that. But you know, sometimes you know it can be a bummer. Absolutely. So that's a perfect segue to our next guest, Nicole Byer. Girl um, code. Yes, girl code, comedian and star of Facebook watches loosely exactly Nicole. She's out of her twenties and she's in her thirties. Go thirties. Uh thirty flirty and thriving. And Nicole also has a podcast. She's a busy lady called Why Won't You Date Me, which is all about the struggles of singledom and coping with dating. So our host, Caitlin, called her up on the phone for a chat. Hey, Nicole. Thanks for hopping on the phone with me. In creating your podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, what have you learned about love and relationships that you think everyone can learn from? Oh, dear. I feel like I've learned that they're all hard. That, like, relationships are work. My friend Emily was like, yeah, we, like, choose to be together and we choose to work on it. And uh, when you love someone, you, like, want to work on it. And I'm like, huh, I've never wanted to work on any sort of relationship with anybody. So maybe I've never been in love. And then I've learned that most of my friends will not date me. (laughs) I wanted to talk about dating being funny. I feel like it's such a joke these days. And I don't know if that's just online dating, Tinder. 
Yeah, I do think Tinder's made dating a little bit more of a joke because it's just so dismissive. It's like you're just shopping for a person and you look at their face and you're like, Ugh, I don't like that face. And then <laughs> they only have like a small description about themselves. So truly it's like you're not even like getting to know the person and then you're texting them and then you're creating false intimacy. So I think it's easy to like laugh it off, be like, yeah, I thought I liked this person, but like they were a totally different person when we met because you didn't know who they were. That's why it's yeah. so much of a joke because you're like putting a lot of weight on something that like shouldn't have a lot of weight on it. I keep going on terrible dates. Um, when I was in my early 20s, I truly had no desire to be in a relationship. You know, Pokemon in the theme song, it's like, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. That was like my deal with men. I was like, I gotta get as many men as I want. But like the older I got, I was like, no, I actually do want to be in a relationship. So it's just gotten harder the older I've gotten. True. And I think that online dating hasn't made it any easier. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you have any plans? I was like talking to a friend and I was joking around. I was like, what if I just like went to a nice fancy restaurant that's like four couples that have like a dinner special and I go by myself and just cry. <laughs> <laughs> and just ruin Valentine's Day for everybody there. But no, I don't have any plans. That just seems too sad. Sometimes it burns. Nicole, if you want to, when you come to New York, we can do something. You Single borrow, girls unite. You can borrow my my Usher CD, girl. It's okay, <laughs> I got you. Oh, that was yeah, rough. That's that a little rough. But MJ, what are you gonna do for Valentine's Day? I know it's actually funny. Last year, I uh, I on purpose. Six months earlier, I made a dentist appointment <laughs> on Valentine's Day so I could tell people I had something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was at work, I was like, guys, get out of here early. You know, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I got my my girls at my Tea dentist plate. appointment. I got them some hot chocolate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't. My, my checkup didn't align this year, so... So needless to say, you're doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, more or less. Yeah, more or less. You know, I... What are you doing? I'm not really sure. One year when I was in, like, in college, me and my girlfriends all went out to a nice hibachi restaurant. We got all dolled up. And we went out and had our own Valentine's yeah. Day. Like, like a regular girls' day oh, out. Okay. But, you know, a lot of my girlfriends now have boyfriends. So... The worst. I mean, I might go out with my sister. Yeah. Or a friend. Or you know, a solo, maybe I'll, solo My dog is my Valentine. Yeah. So... Me and Mila. I could be your Valentine. Okay, you can come over and have dinner with us. On Valentine's Day, I am going to wear an obnoxious amount of pink. I'm going to a Galentine's Day party where there will not only be one, but two cats. I'm probably going to sleep. Watching crime shows on IDTV. I usually just go out with my single friends and we go to like a bar. Hopefully there won't be any type of like balloon. I am working my butt off. Seeing someone new. Apparently he's taking me to Flushing to eat Chinese food. I don't have any plans on Valentine's Day. Whether or not you'll be alone or you're with someone, you can still have a good old time. That's true. That's true. So we're joined here by Michelle Toglier, our sex and relationship editor here at Bustle. And she's got a big package for me and MJ for Valentine's Day. Hey guys. I'm happy to be here. And she is specifically here to help MJ out because MJ has a vibrator that she bought from CVS. Personal massager. <laughs> and she doesn't even know that there are really other things out here. First of all, a lot right now, sex toys are going through this like transformation where we're no longer seeing like the phallic, like 
shiny plastic like sketchy toys anymore. Like the ones where you can like see the veins in it? Yes. I got one of those like, in college. Yeah, I threw it out immediately. I it was really intimidating. I actually brought an example of Please, because I don't know what the heck you're talking because about. Because I'm talking about like They're ones when you, when you think, when a lot of people think of sex toys, they think of like really like sleazy stores. Mm, yeah. Um, I agree. This, yeah, like, for example, yeah. like not, what is yeah. this material? Like no, this is yeah. not body safe. It has like an alien hand I feel on like it. it's going to melt in my vagina. Just so you guys know what we're looking at, it's one of those things where like part Pink. of it inserts and then the other part is like, like two little, yeah, a rabbit. It looks like something that honestly was made in the back of an alley and someone just thought that it would be really great to use. I think it looks like a prop from Star Trek. Basically, <laughs> for anyone like new to sex toys or previously intimidated by them, there's like so much good news because there's so many great innovative products that now look more like other things in your life. So there are things that look like like your Apple products, for example, or things that look like the jewelry you might wear or things that, you know, look like USBs. So they're not meant to like be discreet in the sense that like you want, you're ashamed and you want to hide these things. They're mm-hmm. meant to be like, oh, this is like a product I would normally use. This like fits my personal style. So one example I brought is, oh, oh. this is Crave. This is called the Vesper. And this is a necklace that you wear. Um, wow. And it also, you just hit it right here. It looks just like a little pen. Or like a necklace that you just hang. Yeah. You just hit it to the side and then it vibrates. Oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> the happiest I've been all week. Feel right? That. Whoa! Oh. Do we have samples of that? And so I it comes like in it. like chic and small. It's rose gold. It's rose, rose gold. gold. Oh, it comes it in silver. <laughs> this thing has levels to it. First of all, it does this like double pulsating is thing. Safe to go this fast? Yeah. First of all, this is honestly like, especially if you have trouble orgasming, that's, that's like a great. I do. I do. That's like a great product. And what, it's also wearable, it? so you can literally have it on you at all times. Like people, we- I've seen so many people wear that as a necklace. I think it's also an awesome necklace. It's like kind of badass. To Are wear these just too. like surface use or, or external? This is an external one. Yeah, so this is like meant for like foreplay and like that thing is. Oh my god! You I'm can be sweating. sitting at a restaurant. Yeah. Give you give you a guy it real yeah. quick and tell him. It's time. That's called the Vesper by Crave. Um, and they're designed by a woman. Another big trend we're seeing right now is like what I like to call squishy toys. So this is the Mina Lemon. Oh. I was going to say it looks like a lemon. So that looks, yes. that's external too. Yeah. This is an external toy as well. That kind of um, looks like what you use for your makeup buffer. I should ooh, not it, use it close to my makeup buffer. I'll use that on my face. What is it called? The, the sponge. But again, this is something that like looks like other things you have. Yeah. It's a cool color. It's like the a teal color. Is you can really get it cute. in like you can get it in a ton of other colors. As you squeeze it, the vibrations get harder and you can set your own custom patterns too. So if custom you're like custom patterns. Yes, you can design oh your own Oh my god, I can pattern. set it to the beat of burn by Usher. No. So then when I'm crying, <laughs> you're also getting it can off go to the beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my yes. god! Or like Bodak yellow if I want to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get a sample that of that really, one too. That might really be done quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay. So like there, this right? is the Mina Lemon, but there's also one called um, Wish by WeVibe, but that's also like super plush and soft. There's another one called Squish by Unbound, but it's like this other texture that definitely provides great sensations as well how do we charge these michelle they each come with like their own wireless yeah their own wire just, and like sit it on or it's but you basically need a charger for it okay. like a specific charger for okay, it Okay, cool another one we're seeing a lot is um 
this technology that's called like pulse air techno- technology. So it's not really a vibrator. It's like a pulsifier. Mm. So instead of vibrations, it like breathes air. And basically, you don't. Need, it doesn't even come into contact with you. See, you this, is, this is some BS now, Michelle. We getting oh off on God. air now? Yeah, we're literally getting oh, off on air now. And honestly, though, air is like better is than this. It. This is the womanizer. This is the womanizer. Oh my God! It looks like one of those things, like when you're at the dentist and they put it in the back of your mouth. Ma- I probably shouldn't, right? But oh my God, is it going to do it from how far? How far away from me does you it hold it close? But you don't need. You do not need to come into contact. Is this external? I'm kidding. <laughs> I know Actually, the best way to test um, a sex toy is on your nose. Because that's like where the sensitivity is most similar to your clitoris. This is the um, deluxe version, but then they have a small one. They also have one that looks like lipstick, lipstick yeah, vibrator. Yeah, I saw thing. that yeah. one. That's perfect for if you're like at the club and and you know you're just dancing and you're just gonna start vibrating on the like with the music. I mean, okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Summer nights get hot. <laughs> I don't know. Oh I don't my know. God. You never know. Be- or what if you're on vacation and you're like in Everyone the watch out for MJ in the club. If she starts to <laughs> start rolling her eyes, it's not the music. <laughs> it's it's not, not the guy she's dancing with. <laughs> okay. Just go for it. She's ready. I mean, I think you only live once, so... The Womanizer and also a similar product, the Satisfier, they look like Clarisonics. Like, they look like products for your face. It will be good. It's amazing. So the Womanizer is my favorite. There was actually a study in 2016 with 100 women, and they gave them this product, the Womanizer, and 100% of them orgasmed. And, like, 50% 50 did it in a minute. It feels low impact. No, but it's... It's, Yeah. It's it's because when you place it, like, because you have to know your own body and, like, where you get the most sensation at. Okay. And when you place it on the right place... It just, it does its does its own thing. I'm sweating. Next, I brought. What do we got? What do we got? A butt plug. You can control the vibration, so it has a remote. Oh, there's a vibration. There's, yeah, oh this one vibrates. God. So there's a remote. Oh, I like um, that. And so you can you can control the vibration. So you can do both. You can do vibrate here and here. That fits in your butt. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I obviously haven't experimented to this level yet you know you gotta give gotta give with the game now give with the game i would start off doing it alone because i think yeah. like then you can stop and start you know if you use it with someone you're, they're not shoving it they're like easing it yeah, yeah. you want to ease be, into it you definitely want way lube. better um definitely lube's important lube. for like all things you know for sure um agreed okay so we talked about the mina lemon we talked about the womanizer the vesper crave the b vibe vibrating butt plug um, so I would really recommend for solo play, I'd, re- I'd honestly recommend all of them. But if you're looking for 
um, something small that you can, you know, use with a partner or on your own, I would recommend the Vesper Crave. Um, Agreed. For solo play, especially if you're a beginner, I would rec or have trouble orgasming, I would highly recommend the Womanizer. For something small, handheld, something that you also could use with a partner, I would recommend the Mina Lemon. And for um, an introduction to anal pleasure or just, you know, want to switch things up, I would highly recommend the B-Vibe Vibrating Butt Plug. Well, this is awesome. Thanks for coming, Michelle. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. All right, one last thing. Do you do you play HQ? Do you play HQ? Uh, I actually have played HQ a few times. Because, you know, they send the, like, notification, it'll pop up and says going live and then I've it never counts played. down. Is it fun? I like trivia, so trivia stuff right. kind of gets me. Right, right, right. And especially when you get the first question right, you're like, I'm so freaking <laughs> smart. Like, no, and then it tells you like, five billion people are as smart as you because they all got the, <laughs> the same answer. Oh, so that's comforting. It's good. Like, it's comforting. It's a little, uh, what's it called? Ego booster. I'll have to check it out. Okay, well, the host, Scott Rogowski, or Quiz Daddy. Quiz Daddy. No, you gotta say Daddy. Yeah, so we were lucky enough to have him in the office, and he was here talking to our lifestyle editor, Tanya Garamani. So uh, you became an overnight celebrity with HQ. How many people recognize you on the regular? There's a, a, a recognition factor happening more and more each day, I'd say. Certain pockets of society. Tech people. How did you uh, get the name Quiz Daddy? Quiz Daddy. I don't, I don't know. The Quiz Daddy thing, they, these all started, I think, in the chat. Mm -hmm. You are not the original daddy. I would say Trick Daddy came before Zane Daddy, by the way. Just so you guys are up on your history. What's your favorite? My favorite nickname? Mm -hmm. I'm very partial to Quizzy McGuire right now. Quizzy McGuire is a great one. We were talking like about that. that. I also like Trap Trebek. Trap personally. Trebek, Woke Woolery, Regis Trilbin. What's been your weirdest interaction with a fan? I had someone email me for a signed headshot, and I didn't have any headshots. I still don't have headshots, so I had to go out and print one of the press photos. I went to CVS first, got some photo paper, printed out a press photo, signed it, delivered it to the office of this person, and she was very surprised to see me personally delivering a personally printed head headshot. And I was surprised to be doing it because uh, I need to get professional, I think, at this point. I need, I need to up the, up the uh, production value on my merch. It's really nice of you, though. Yeah. Through all that. I don't think I can do that again. I'm not going <laughs> to probably ever do that again. Well, now everyone's going to ask you for it. Right. <laughs> Are you single? Do you online date? I don't online date. Uh, I am single. I'm dating mm -hmm. as much as I can, but it's hard to date. With the HQ schedule. Yes. And what's it like to have so many people like online admirers? You it's know, wild. The I chat mean, gets... I don't know. I mean, I guess every comedian sort of gets into this to be admired in a way. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to just be respected. <laughs> um, I mean, the admiration and the, the, the memeing and the, I mean, to, to get famous now in this day and age with all the internet stuff, the memes and everything, it's like a little strange. 10 years ago, it would not have been this way. But at the same time, ten, 10 years ago, this wouldn't have been possible because right. the technology didn't exist. I'm sort of a product of the internet and the technology it advances, so I have to embrace that aspect. But yeah, people send me photos of, of them face-swapped with their dogs or their right. kids or themselves, like girls and my face mashed up together. It's horrifying. At the same time, you know, the fact that someone took the time to do that is is uh, is nice, I think. <laughs> nice of them. You, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the fandom. Do you ever play HQ yourself when yes. you're not hosting? How far have you gotten? I got 11 out of 12 questions right. That That's was the great. highest I've gotten, but I didn't get them all. I missed question 11, but got 12. 
Do you remember what the question was that got you? Yes, it was the, the sound that minerals make when they break apart or something. I, I Decrepitate was the answer. I put frame gel. Savage Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite part of hosting HQ? I guess my favorite, favorite part is when you see the people who go out on the ridiculous answers. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday we did one where... Um, one of the answer options was, what is the, well, the, the question was, what is the Statue of Liberty holding in her right hand? And one of the answer options was corn dog. And 550 people put corn dog. A corn dog. <laughs> corn dog in the Statue <laughs> of Liberty's hand. It's just that, that, yeah, that's my favorite part. Thank you, Tanya and Scott. Uh, that's it for our show. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah, and next week, we've got the Winter Olympics, and we're talking all about ice skating with figure skater Meryl Davis. It seems like that's a theme in figure skating-based movies, is there's always, like, this one unattainable trick. This show is produced by Julia Shu and Anna Parsons. We'd want to hear what you love most about the show. You can reach us at huddle at bustle.com. I'm Laurel. And I'm MJ, and our host, Caitlin, will be back from her romantic celebrations next week. Bye.